Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of season two, technically episode 11, but first episode of the second group of episodes, to say. Um, we welcome you back after a brief break. We've been planning lots of cool stuff on the way. We got some actual guests coming on. Not to say that the other ones not weren't. That, yeah, not, but, not yeah. that the um, other guests that came on weren't Let's discredit them. Uh, you know, <laughs> those who are already employed, so to speak, and to get their opinions on how to get employed um, and just their journey in the sports industry. So we're really excited. This weekend is our first guest. And then every weekend, hopefully from now until the end of season two, which is in five weeks, uh, we'll have a guest in the weekend coupled with yeah. a midweek episode like this one on any number of days between Tuesday and Thursday. So we hope you enjoy. We're excited for the stuff we're going to put out. Uh, we're going to try to stick to schedule this time however all of us might actually be getting like things to do believe it or not so we will keep you posted fingers crossed maybe Most people don't believe it we will be uh not so much free agents anymore but just podcast so with that <laughs> uh, we're just i change the name exactly to the pod just the podcast just the podcast it's like the basketball tournament <laughs> yeah the podcast. exactly the podcast um, but we got a lot of stuff to get into today. It's been a little bit since we've caught up. So, has been. Brandon, where are you currently? So, I'm actually in Longmont, Colorado right now, which is about 30 minutes outside of Boulder, which in turn is like, again, like 30 minutes away from Denver. Wait, so, intern? I really. Intern? You're an intern? <laughs> uh, I am trying to be. I've interviewed with the Denver Broncos as an intern, but haven't heard back. But actually, the other day, I walked around Denver for a bit. I know I was talking about relocating potentially. And I don't know, I feel like it's hard to just get a gauge for an entire city, just walking around it without really, I don't know, being able to stay there, doing yeah. anything. Like, I just got to walk around. And let's be honest, like, most big cities have a similar feel. So, yep. still I mean, to what's interesting that, to me is... I think your vibe of like what a place is, is completely different once there's like a sense of permanence or like a term of time. Yeah. Like I think being there yeah. for a week or like three days or, you know, any sort of like short period of time, you can kind of like romanticize a place. You're like, Oh, like this place is so cool. Cause I'm only here for this time and I get to leave. Yeah. So you're like involved in like a different mindset, but once you're there for like a month or, you know, a year or some yeah. like long-term amount of time, your mindset completely shifts and it's much more difficult to, I don't want to say assimilate because it's not like that hard. Like it's difficult, but let's not, you know, go crazy here. It's like moving to Denver right. is not like, you know, You're moving, to, moving to, to a foreign country. Like exactly. It's, yeah. yeah. The, they all the difficulty, speak English. They'll still well, be SCVS. Yeah, I mean, hopefully. one of the difficulties hopefully. that I underestimated a lot was just the altitude. Like, are you actually like, tired? Breath, being, just moving? Being in the mile high city. I was out of breath. I mean, I've been here for a little over a week now, so I feel mostly adjusted. There was one day where I had a bit of altitude sickness. Thankfully, no bloody noses for me. Been focusing hey. on drinking a lot of water. It's a positive. But That's a positive. Just walking around, like every time I just start walking, I'm already out of breath. That's that's interesting, <laughs> especially with uh, you know our boy Delta making a world tour. I'm sure that, that oh, can geez, be kind of yeah. alarming if you're just out of breath for no reason. You're like, oh, yeah, not good. 
Is it, is it COVID it's or am I just out of shape? <laughs> I think we've all had that thought at least one yeah, time, had that since, multiple times since once. March. Oh, yeah. Or allergies too. Oh, the allergies are really sneeze, bad. Everyone yeah. just Everyone runs you. away. Yep. And honestly, I think that's for the best. I don't know why before someone would, you know, make an act of sickness and we would be like, oh, that's totally fine. Now it's like, yeah. okay, like you need to move. Yeah. Like, not, you're not, ill. Just bless you. It's get away from me. Yeah, it's, it's bless you, but like you. get out of my sight. I never exactly. want to see you again. I'm going to sneeze in my presence. Over here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I have like a, like the hamster balls, like the inflatable yeah. ones. I just walk around just one of those, so I'm like always, you know, clawing your way through the city. Exactly, I'm like six Brandon, feet away. It's like, a good Brandon, idea. Like in Denver, just like walking down the street, like a new, new to town, just in the hamster ball. In a hamster ball. <laughs> I mean, this is a little bit off topic, but in Boulder, Colorado, they just had this thing called Creek Festival. So at the Boulder Creek, they had just basically like a little uh, fair with like I don't know, a bunch of people were selling stuff. But the coolest thing to me was there was a snow cone stand, but you actually, to crush the ice to make the snow cone, there was a giant hamster wheel. And on it, like said, like, be the hamster. And so you would pay $5 and you would get to like walk in the giant hamster wheel to then, it would then shave the ice to make a snow cone. That's, I mean, the the interesting thing for me is they're paying, you're paying to do manual labor. (laughs) Manual labor. Which is. Oh no. And then I walked by, I was like, they were like probably like two 10 year old kids who were helping run it with their parents and they were really good salesmen because they're like, Oh, I can see you looking at it. I know you want to do it. I'm like, you're completely right. I want to, but I don't want the snow cone. <laughs> and he was trying to sell me. He's like, okay, how about this? I'll go check uh, with the boss, see if you can do it. But for $4 and 50 cents, you can do it without getting a snow cone and we can just dump the ice out. And I was like, if I'm going to pay, might as well get the snow cone. But I appreciate wow. the sales effort. That kid yeah, is, is going That places. kid is going to be a salesman in the future, that's I'm assuming. True. I hope. Not. I hope. But because... just, just talk about, like, making a simple task as hard as possible. Like, somebody was like, wait, what if we just attached a human-sized hamster wheel instead of cranking a hand crank next to an ice machine? Let's just let's just make it as big and as ridiculous as possible, and then we'll charge people five bucks to do manual labor. Yeah, I mean, hey, it worked. There was a huge crowd just watching people go one after the other. Oh man! I, I think there's a business for like weird things. Like that's a like a weird thing that people are like, oh, like I want to do this. You know, it's, like what it is is it's it's there's a market for people who want to do things that are made for like really small animals. Like I know people who want to, you know, the hamster, to, like the tubes, you know what I'm talking yeah. about? Like, yeah. Like if you've ever seen the office, like tube city, like that, that oh. Michael's building tube city is okay. like that. I've met people who are like, yeah, if they had like a human size, one of those, I'd be all over it. Like just running through with, you know, there's I a mean, market. I've never okay. thought about that. Hearing it, it does sound like a fun idea. Yeah. No, you dude, know what? For, it's just for sure, cheap. man. It sounds it's like, yeah, I was going to say they have those tubes for like, little kids to crawl no exactly through. exactly just they adult were fun sized. when you were a kid yeah i mean yeah. honestly i, I think Buster's that's where prison. that's where covid started those like ball pits and children's playgrounds at <laughs> yeah. like fast oh. food restaurants oh instead of pink eye it was covid i don't even i don't even want to think about the type of germs that people were you know spreading around in there because as you know i don't know how often those things were cleaned i don't think very often 
How I'm gonna how do you even clean do you, a ball? Do you pit? think those things were clean? That's <laughs> what I mean. Like you to clean a ball pit when you have to like empty it out and like sand like sanitize every single ball, which no Chuck E. Cheese is gonna take the time to do. They'll just spray no. it down probably or something. Um, I don't know. I'm not just like that. targeting Chuck E. Cheese. I appreciated them as a child. Yeah, you're kind of going after company. Chuck E. Cheese. Hey, right now. This is I the have... first one that comes to mind. Charles E. Cheese is respected in this household so i have no problem with mr cheese um his the pizza was whack but what are you gonna know they were doing delivery pizza during covid well i guess they under fake names hey savage (laughs) some of them were under like fake names on like uber eats or postmates in the different apps (laughs) you gotta do what you gotta do pizzeria yeah if you had to choose though like and you were on uber eats and you saw like Chuck E. Cheese next to Domino's, which ones are you choosing? Neither. I would rather not eat. Can't ask people who, who were in New, right, York, New York. Nah, I mean, Mr. come New on York, though. Like outside no, the street to get nah, a good nah. slice of pizza. I would just no, but it's not even like because I'm spoiled and I have New York pizza. I would just rather not eat than eat eat Chuck E. Cheese or Domino's pizza. I'd rather just like feel hungry kind of- for a night and and call it a day. I mean, Domino's sometimes like they, it slaps. Come on, Domino's slaps. Nah, man. No, sir. I'm sorry, but it's okay. We can we can debate this we'll, out sometime. We'll yeah. we'll agree to disagree. Tell <laughs> let let us know if you're a if you're a Domino's or Chuck E. Cheese person. But if you're either of them, seek help. It well seek if you if you're one or the other, that's okay. If you're both, I have a lot of questions about your diet. But I mean, yeah. <laughs> hey. I would say eat what makes you feel happy, but like don't get a heart attack. <laughs> In moderation. I, yeah, I'd say that's, that's the advice here. Um, so something that I wanted to talk about before we get to, to Andrews is because like as we're getting jobs, <clears throat> you know, and as we live in, in capitalism in America, uh, taxes are like a thing that you have, you know, you don't just like make money and keep it. You have to give some so, of it away I wish. for security and, you know, the things that the country has. Other I would argue that I'm not quite sure if our tax dollars here are necessarily benefiting the country because, you know, it's kind of a, you know, interesting place that we live. Um, but like, I don't know anything about how they work. Um, I had to fill out a tax form in 2019 for the current part-time job that I have. And I was like, I don't know what any of this means. I'm just going to copy this off of the person next to me because we have the same income status and hope that that's what it is. I was like, all right, so yeah. what are you putting here? I was like trying to cheat on a test on my tax form. Um, yeah. Because I, I mean, I don't know if that's allowed. Hopefully if anyone's listening, like, did I evade <laughs> I mean, taxes? You were just, Please you were let just me trying know. to see what information you put where. It's not necessarily yeah. you're copying exactly what. Well, yeah, I wasn't yeah. putting like his address or that's his what name. I, mean. <laughs> I was putting my information. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Those are the copying. hardest questions, to be honest. Right. I was like, what do I put for this? Um, where, but, where do I live? Yeah, exactly. I was like, hmm. Um, What's my name? Yeah. <laughs> I have a hard time with question number one, name. <laughs> name. Um, but w- what I think is very interesting is school, you know, is said to like, oh, it prepares you for life. You know, and you learn right. like skills to, right. you know, live, live, survive on your own and be a functional member yeah. of society. But why don't we learn about taxes and how to well, this, like pay them or the certain, I don't want to say loopholes. Cause that makes it sound like 
you know, right. I'm trying to exploit the tax guess, system. Yeah. But for example, what I learned was, because I, I, there are the two part-time opportunities that I have as like social media management. Um, I could then become an independent contractor and technically work for myself, which makes my income untaxed. Yes. And everything that I buy can be a work expense, which means I could have fully untaxed income and expense everything that I buy, which means I would get a tax refund. I had no idea. Yeah. I feel like this would have been very helpful information to learn definitely. while you're in college. So you can say you do do this. I said, do do. That's funny. Um, if, I, <laughs> if you do end up doing this while you're in school, yeah. like say you, you work on like two accounts right. separately, obviously, yeah. like you could then have different tax status and make more money while you're in school. I don't know why schools would not be more inclined to do that, especially at a school like NYU, which brags about having the highest median income. Maybe a, they do good, they a, tell the kids in Stern about it, but yeah. Well, it's funny because, well, one, first of all, I think you talked about like you can make everything a expense. I don't think that's actually true. I think that's how you get audited. Uh, <laughs> I think the IRS, like, you have to make it seem somewhat legit. You okay, can't just, I'm like, not talking about like sure. literally yeah. everything, but I'm saying like if <laughs> I wanted to buy a new computer, like work yeah, expenses, oh, yeah, I that, can that, expense that. Work expense. Yeah, instead sure, of like a new like, phone buying it normally yeah or yeah. say i you know i need to go on vacation i can expense my vacation it was you know? a business trip exactly, exactly. I was going on business. i was go. taking my paid days off i i looked at my email i responded to one it was a work trip <laughs> no but it's funny because i remember we had to take um ec- we had to take econ or no accounting what that was it was e- uh, yeah well, we had to take econ and accounting but it was accounting that i'm thinking of and I remember like Liz who came on the show before she was like, Oh, well we learned accounting in high school. Like they had accounting classes at her high school. I never had that. I so didn't. I came into that class like, just not knowing anything. And I was like already, and we started on like chapter three. So I was already behind and it was like, I don't understand why some places I, I would love to have taken an accounting course in high school because mm-hmm. it would have, that's actually something that is, very helpful and useful because they go through the taxes through there yeah well so, like, i mean i think it's very easy to say in hindsight oh i would love to have taken accounting in high school because yeah i can guarantee you like 17 year old me would not i would not pay attention <laughs> i would true. do anything that i could to like make that, class, that as, class yeah as useless yeah. as possible however i think there are ways that i would say colleges especially can approach this and make it a a subject that's interesting and right. actually applicable into your daily life. So you don't have to, I mean, obviously I'm not like worried about it. Like I can Google and, you know, yeah. ask my parents who pay taxes. Right. Um, so I can learn from like the resources that I have. However, I don't understand why colleges of all places where it's supposed to be like, okay, like this is how you get a job. Like you go to college and then you mm-hmm. get a job. Yeah. Why they wouldn't tell you like, okay, like this is how you pay your taxes. These are the percentages. Like these are different ways that you can maximize the amount of money that you make. Maybe it's like an optics thing. They don't want to be seen as like, Oh, like we're teaching you tax loopholes before you enter the system. So I mean, it could be, but I just feel like if, if, if you're going to put us out in the real world after we're done. Right. And they're like, Oh, we gave you a degree. Like I would at least want to know how to manage my own money. You know, that was like one thing 
I came yeah. out of college and I like, I have no idea what to put on any forms in, in that regard. And it's like, now we're going to have to start actually doing it. Like, it wasn't a problem before. Cause I would do like one tax form in high school that my dad basically did for me. Like he yeah. just <laughs> filled it in for <laughs> me. So like now I'm at the point where I'm going to, I'm starting to get like, you know, I'm being paid for the internship and it's, it's like, oh, okay, well, I don't know how much I'm being taxed. I don't know like where any of that stuff is. And I just have to like, kind of assume that it's all right. <laughs> it just vanishes into thin <laughs> air. Don't commit tax fraud. That, I, that's the goal. Honestly, just don't get audited. Yeah. That's my goal. I mean, well, I you was, know, that, uh, you no, you got it. Uh, I was just gonna say, I kind of have like a small fear though, that I'm gonna, at some point, just by not knowing any better, accidentally commit tax fraud. I don't oh, know if that, you guys I have that fear feel the 100%. same thing, but I feel like it's so easy to just, I don't know, on like one of my paychecks, if I don't think about it and like file anything, like I don't want to get in trouble for just overlooking it because I don't know. I agree that it should be taught in college because it's applicable to literally every single person who's going to have a job here. Right. But Yeah, well, every person that lives anywhere that has taxes yeah. <laughs> so, which is most true. places that's true yeah. but i mean i'm just saying like specifically like in the u.s like our tax code too yeah i also feel it's like it's inherently different. like very complicated american taxes like the forms are very long i mean for good reason like i'm glad that it's not like a short little thing because then it would be very easy to evade taxes um <laughs> but on yeah. the point of like One accidentally form, accidentally evading <laughs> taxes like i'm of the mindset that like if I'm going to evade my taxes, I'm going to, I'm going to do it purposefully. Yeah. You know? There's no point in accidentally doing it. Like if you're going to do it, like go all out, just you know, go all out. like I'm not trying to put myself on a blacklist. Cause like, I'm not actually going to do that. Do it, but if I was, but... if I were to want to commit tax fraud, right. hypothetically, hypothetically, if I were to want to embezzle money, you know, no half measures, I'd go full Ozark. No, exactly. You know? Like yeah. there's no reason to, to half-ass your, your – because, again, you're going you're gonna to go to prison anyway if you, like, commit tax fraud to a certain level. You might as well right. just, yeah. you know, see – you know, live lavish and then go to jail. Yeah, I'm at some point, mindset. the threshold just becomes, all right, just go all in at this point. There's no point in tiptoeing around certain parts. Just just go full all in. Yeah. But, like, if, I, if anyone in the IRS is listening right now, um, I'd just like to point out, if I do mess up anything on my tax forms, it's absolutely because I have no <laughs> idea what I'm doing because nobody taught me anything. Exactly. Well, I would like to second that. And, again, everything that was presented was purely hypothetical. Hypothetical. Exactly. Uh, I was making a joke. Uh, I know in 2021, it can be a little bit difficult sometimes to tell what is a joke and what's not, but I was kidding. I'm not going to commit tax fraud, but I am going to get a shirt that says vaccinated and ready to commit tax fraud because I think it's hilarious. Um, and if, yeah, that's just a really funny shirt. So, uh, all right, Andrew, we got, pl- got enough time to cover your, your topic oh, and then we can talk yeah. about the well, world tour. So- as, as some of you may know, I'm doing an internship right now with a company called CSM who are um, experiential marketing, um, integrated marketing uh, for a bunch of companies. And right now I am on five different accounts, which the, I think most people on the internship are on like two or three at most. Yeah. But I've kind of been, people have been asking me and also like I've been asking people 
because like I, we have meetings with other people in the uh, company. And when at the end, I just always go, you know, if you ever need any help, let me know because it's one is a common courtesy, but also two, like I do want experience on this internship yeah. while I'm here. And that has resulted in me picking up five different accounts, like five different companies that are all doing wildly different things. I'm doing a ton of research on all of them. Um, so there's that stress of like, how do you guys, at this point, I can't take any more. But if somebody did ask me, I might, I, I would still feel so bad saying no as an intern, you know what I mean? Because they come yeah. to you as an intern, they're like, hey, can you just do this quick thing? And it's like, yeah. It's not a quick thing it's a, at all. it's a quick thing for you because you're working on one thing, but I've got five different accounts that I'm doing research for and sending emails out for. <laughs> so yeah. how do you guys think I should go about like saying, hey, I just don't have the ability to do that right now? Because Well, something that like literally just came into my head just now is because yeah. I'm thinking if you're getting like double the amount that other interns are getting. Yeah. Like there's obviously, I don't want to say like, there's a reason for that. Cause I think that there probably is in terms of like, you're probably one of the more senior members. You're I always asking, okay, like, graduated. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you're taking on a lot more stuff. What I think that could be interesting for you is you can start. Cause if, if everyone's coming to you with opportunities, like, Hey, like, do you want to do this? Do you want to do this? You right. can start passing those off to the other interns and you can oh, kind of be like, yeah. you can kind of be like the aggregator for the whole internship program in terms of like, if anyone needs something done, like they'll come to you and then you would go right. to other people and then right. you can kind of take like a management position to an extent where you're like, oh, if anyone has any opportunity, send it my way and I'll connect it to the other interns and like I can be the middleman. That could be something that, you know, yeah. then you get to meet yeah. other people if they're like, oh, I need, I want to give an intern something. They'd be like, oh, talk to Andrew. And then right. you would then send that off. So send it off to somebody. Literally That's just true. came up with that in my head while you were talking so that's a good idea yeah. actually I, I should probably actually get on that yeah. well i'm just thinking like the the best thing to do if you're overworked is just to find a way to nicely give that work to somebody else someone else in a yeah. way that makes you look like you know you're taking you're on facilitating it still. too yeah yeah and then i'll like put at the end of the day, on my resume <laughs> well no you could, i mean you, you could just put like managed uh intern project work yeah or like manage yeah. the the you know work Workflow. assigned between yeah, yeah i don't know put in all the buzzwords all the sat words you know exactly yeah, all the, <laughs> go all to the, the thesaurus and and go crazy um exactly that's a good at idea. least for me like in the internships that i've done it's more about like having the reputation as someone who's going to get the work done and if they can't yeah. give it to someone else who's going to get it done yeah because at the end of yeah. the day like that's all people care about like just right you know, for lack of a better term, like just, just getting shit done is all yeah. that these, you know, all yeah. these people care about of their interns. Like if they're doing work and they're doing it well in a that's timely manner, matters. like that's what yeah. they're there for. Yeah. So, and I mean, the, the thing about it is like, it's the work itself is not bad. It's getting it done in a timely manner. That's starting to be exactly. a problem because I'm now have like, I have my Mondays and Tuesdays at four meetings that basically run from like 8 AM all the way to noon. And I get off at four on most days. Today, I'm getting off a little bit earlier because I took an early meeting. So it's like, I've basically used my entire like day on meetings. And now I have five projects that I have three hours to do. It's, That's you know, I'm, yeah, it's a lot. So I'm just trying to figure out like, it's a good learning experience too. Like managing different projects, which I, I feel like a lot of people on the, in this company do. 
and it's a lot of like yeah. putting out fires is what I that's the funny thing like I have a story so I one of the accounts I picked up I just got on it last week and they basically told me they said we're we're it's it's a frozen food like it's a frozen um, dessert company I'm not going to say the company name just for privacy reasons but um they're frozen like a dessert company and they're doing a tour and uh I got put on it on a Thursday and met with the head woman on Friday and she was like we're leaving on Thursday next week and I was like oh so like I've missed like the entire beginning planning process of this and she goes oh no 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 like we don't have some locations for like Thursday after Thursday like and so that was like the research I'm doing is trying to figure out okay like where are we gonna go what are the good stops to be in before this tour starts and we went on a call yesterday and the truck that's supposed to deliver all of the frozen dessert stuff uh, broke. So we have no idea if we actually, if they're all melted, like if they're all melted, we can't use them. So like, it's what I'm learning from this experience is this job is just like, it's all problem solving. Like there will be something that goes wrong and you just have to basically put out the fires as it comes along. So I, I would say that it, maybe they're going to have a meltdown. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that was, that was pretty good. That was, that was, that was bad. You were waiting for that one. Yeah, I was, I really was. I came up with it like <laughs> no, while you were, were telling the story and I was like, I saw, all right, like I saw just your thinking face. of it the whole time. So I saw oh your God. faces. I was, I was telling it, but yeah, um, like that's, that's kind of where we're at now. Where it's just like, Oh yeah, this entire job is just, managing every problem that comes off which yeah yeah well i think you have to make like split second decisions with that too because if you don't help it right away the people at the company who like have hired you guys they get mad and then dealing with that well there's a very stressful situation like it all just yeah stacks on top of each other no that's true but like well what what i will say is like watching them handle because obviously this situation occurs pretty much all the time for them yeah right so like watching them systematically just be like okay so that's the problem these are our options what are we going to do we'll send it over to the people and then we'll figure it out it was like that calmness was really really good Mm -hmm. for me to see because had that come to me like at this point in my life i just would have been like well we're done. We're just not going to do it. It's fine. Everything's canceled. We're just not going to, we're going to lose so much money. It's fine. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's important to like see real like crisis management. Yeah. I think that like you can learn about it all you want or think about like, Oh, like I would do this in this situation, but you have no idea how you're going to deal with something until you're in the moment. Like you have no idea, especially at a, at a pace like that, where you have like a two day turnaround, like, all right, like we need to get this done. So I think it's good that you don't have to do that. Like actually make that call because, you know, I don't want to say that we're not like capable of doing that. Cause I think that all of us are like, we're, you know, I would say like highly intelligent individuals who can, you know, react quickly on our feet. Yeah. However, however, big, however. a big catch yes. here is here. the only way you get better at doing that is by doing it. There is yeah. no way yeah. to improve in terms of learning or, you know, we had a leadership in crisis situations class. I don't think I'm any more prepared to deal with them before than I was after. Obviously I learned things in that class, not to right. you know, say that I yeah. didn't, but yeah, I think that at the end of the day, that's just to kind of cover bases. Like people will create courses to 
say that they teach you these things. And at the end of the day, the only way to improve, like it's, you know, it's like practicing a sport. Like the only way to get better is to like play in games and simulate real experiences and not like the practice is important. So the class is important, but again, the only way to like actually improve that skill set is to put yourself in uncomfortable situations. And it seems like you're learning that as well. Well, I think it's also everyone handles it differently, right? So everyone has a different style of how they will handle a crisis. So watching how they handled it was cool because it was very different from probably how I would have started it. Yeah. They just immediately went to like, all right, so what are the options here? Rather than they didn't even bother with like, okay, it's broken. Like they just dropped it at that, which I think I would have been like, okay, so why is it broken? Like, how are we going to, what's the alternative for that truck or something like that? Like, can we get the truck fixed? exactly but instead they were just like okay so if they will have contingencies so like if the if the stuff doesn't come like here option a b c or d and then if it does come option a b c or d like they just systematically went through that so that was cool to see but yeah it's a lot of that was my first experience in like oh everything's gone wrong (laughs) in an account and everyone i've talked to since has been like yeah that's pretty much every every single project we work on there's something that comes up and I'm like, oh, awesome. This sounds like really calming and totally not stressful. I'm, I mean, at least for me, like hearing that, it's nice to know that even these massive agencies and corporations are not infallible. Like, I think it's very hard to oh, exactly. have mm-hmm. that perspective on from the outside when you see them doing like all these crazy things and like all these campaigns and activations and like just stuff, you know, it's very difficult to see like, oh, like there's a lot that goes into this. And most right. of the time, there has to be damage control and it is never usually going according to plan. Like there always needs yeah. to be pivoting and dam- uh, damage control. I already said that, but yeah. you know, you know you're hitting, a, I mean, you're basically trying to hit a moving target at all times. Like Correct. it's never, you're never ever going to have a target that's still, I mean, everything is changing all the time. And I will say like, when we want, when we go to sports games and like, we see those like people in the tents or whatever, and like everyone walks by them. I have like a whole new appreciation <laughs> for what they're doing because I've seen how much planning it takes to even just get the spot. So yeah. like yeah. just getting to that point is an achievement of itself. Like, so next time you walk by one of those, just understand like that it took a lot of effort to get just to that point. So yeah, maybe, you know, they, they might not have a product you like, but I'm definitely going to acknowledge them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Say hello, take a free sample and go on your yeah. merry way. Exactly. Um, especially when you, yeah, when you say like a lot goes on when like you're at a sports game, like I did PA. Yeah. Uh like a week ago. And I was like, ah, it's just reading and so easy. But it's like there's like ad reads you have to do. They're gonna call you in the middle of the game, like, oh, like by the way, it's like Izzy's tenth birthday. You have to say happy birthday to her. Um like a lot of moving parts. You have to just be on your yeah. toes. And obviously you have to say it in a, you know. Like attention, please. Like that type, you know, that type of vibe. Yeah, so, your announcer voice. Exactly. exactly. And I was like, I didn't. I thought it was just kind of simple. Like you read what's going on, but there's a lot more right. to it that you don't really realize, and you might um, overlook that when you're at the game because they're just like, you know, speaking to you, and that's kind yeah. of it. Yeah. Uh, but actually, funny story before we before we wrap and talk a little bit about the Roni that's going on. Um, <laughs> I was working a game last week. Yep. And so the way that the press box works at the Cyclones is I sit outside on like a, like a bench 
because I have to watch the game. Like I have to have a good view of the game, like inside the press, like Makes sense. the actual, it's not like the crow's nest, but like the little area where the PA and the music guy sits is like inside. I'm right outside. Um, and all the suites, like the ballpark suites are basically like connected on the same deck, separated by like a, like a railing. Okay. You know? Yeah. So it's like, there. it's like if you were in a major league stadium, instead of it being like rooms, it's all like outside, like on ledges and benches. Okay. And so Got it. I'm sitting like doing my job and two women just like walk, walk up to like the booth. Again, I'm like the one that's sitting outside. <laughs> so they're just like standing right in front of me, like looking into the, into the thing right. where the PA and the music and all that stuff is. And I was like, I don't know what to do here. Like, what are they doing? Like, how did they get up here? Who are these people? Um, and they're like, oh, like, we have the, our son is graduating. We'd love for you to make an announcement. And the first thing, like, everyone said is like, how did you get up here? Like, it says like employees <laughs> yeah. only, like in the entrance. So like, I don't know how this even happened. I didn't see where they came from. And they're like, oh, like, we're, <laughs> we're so sorry. Like, they were very clearly inebriated. They had some, libations let's say um <laughs> and uh they were like no but like it's just it's our kid's graduation like we just wanted to you know wish him a happy graduation like they kept saying like, i don't know what he was graduating from <laughs> yeah so say, this, how old this is could have been yeah. you know i have no idea i think it was like high school my my guess how good would the, it be though if it was like elementary school <laughs> <laughs> or just he wasn't even there. maybe he like just wasn't saying. even graduating like it was just a random year like he's going from fifth to sixth grade or something or sixth to seventh grade to first yeah yeah like a completely irrelevant um so they they the but as soon as they leave like everyone's just like how how did that even happen like who like there needs to be security up here like everyone anyone can just like walk in and say what's up so again run, wow. putting on a a game is much like putting on a show and there's a lot more moving parts yeah. then yeah. one can realize especially as someone yeah who just sits there and records what happens i can just so did you say hey happy graduation yeah no they got the message they there got the go. message but that, that's, that's all that matters right that's not the way you do it you don't like break into the press box <laughs> and say excuse me excuse me please. i mean that's how that's how i do it at oracle park when i go to the giants game just you know walk into you the booth you and renell are friendly yeah Renella I've actually met her besties. multiple times. Have you? So wow, she's very yeah. nice. Well, no, it's just like in the elevator, things. like like because uh, the the press box is on the club level, I think. So it is, yeah. Like we would run into her sometimes, like walking around. Mister Big Shot over here on club she's, level. I mean, I haven't been to a game in like four years, so this was a long time <laughs> ago. This was when the tickets were like cheap and they weren't that good. Cheap. Um, yeah, back when the Giants weren't in first place yes sir two more get, two, guaranteed two more days in first place so Woo. <laughs> all right i think i think with that we can end episode one here we hope that you've enjoyed i think we actually talked about a lot of good stuff here which was which was good also yeah. wear a mask and get vaccinated yep. get vaccinated please delta is not playing around no. so it please is it, if anyone that. thinks that this isn't going to be a second like thing and you don't need to get vaccinated which i'm fairly sure like most people who listen to this are but like if you aren't please please please, please do get it vaccinated yeah it is incredibly important for everyone uh not just your own well-being but everyone else's too so amen get vaxxed wear a mask no delta we will see you guys this weekend with our special guest yep